Welcome to the Change Creator Podcast, where entrepreneurs come to learn how to live their truth, get rich, and make a massive difference in the world. I'm your host, Adam Force, co-founder at Change Creator and co-creator of the Captivate Method. Each week, we talk to experts about leadership, digital marketing, and sales strategies that you can implement in your business and life to go big. Visit us at changecreator.com forward slash go big to grab awesome resources that will help drive your business forward. All right, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Change Creator Podcast Show. This is your host, Adam Force. I'm excited today to talk about money, um, but not just money, specifically the money mindset. Uh, this is a big, big part of not only the entrepreneurial life, but just in life in general, because it's something that we all have to uh, accumulate and use to get the things we need and all that kind of stuff. And we have a lot of stressors around it from, you know, historical blueprints and all that. So we're going to dive into all that stuff and start breaking those things down, which is going to be really helpful for, for you guys as entrepreneurs. So we're going to be talking with uh, Wei. He's the founder of the Six Figure Academy, um, and he is all about the money mindset. So we're going to we're going to break this stuff down through that conversation. So just hang tight in a minute. We're going to get into that stuff. Uh, if you missed the last episode. It was with me and Amy. So Amy and I, uh, we spoke about taking a stand with your brand, which is what we're all about here at Change Creator, and not losing sales. There's a lot of fear around, you know, the values we have of pe- as people and having the same values as a company, expressing them through the business and things like that. So we wanted to have a conversation about that. Now, this was a Facebook Live that we did last uh, in that episode, and we put it up on the podcast because it was a great conversation um, we wanted to share with you. Uh, so yeah, you could check that out. If you missed the last episode, um, guys, follow us on Facebook. That's our primary platform at the moment. We share a lot of content out there and have a lot of conversations on the Facebook platform. Uh, you can also, from our Facebook page, find our Facebook group, Be a Change Creator, uh, and join us there for more in depth conversations uh, around taking a stand with your brand and the businesses that we run. All right, guys, I'm not going to drag this out any further. Without further ado, we're just going to dive into this conversation with Wei and start talking about the money mindset. Okay, show me the heat. I know you're going to dig this. Hey, Wei, welcome to the Change Creator Podcast show. How are you doing today, man? I'm good. I'm good, Adam. Thanks for having me on. Looking forward to it. Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited because I always like to talk about money and especially the mindset around it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, listen, um, for anybody that uh, doesn't know, you know, my story a little bit, Wei and I connected back in January when we were able to travel um, out in uh, California at a, a summit that we were at together. And he is an expert. He did a great talk on money mindset. So, Wei, maybe you can jump in and tell us just a little bit about how you got involved in this topic and why it's so important to you. Yeah, that's a great question, Adam. I uh, didn't actually choose this niche to be in. Uh, my my audience actually chose it okay. for me, which was always the best way to do it, I guess, because that way it takes the kind of the guesswork out of like, what should I do? What should, what's my purpose? What, what am I here yeah. to, how am I going to help my audience, right? Um, and one of the things that came up with the work that I do prior to be to special, you know, to me specializing in um, 
you know, the, this money mindset piece was, you know, I was always working on people's potential and working on helping them achieve the lifestyle that they want. And because of the capitalistic world that we live in, inevitably, we were we would always work around something around money. You know, there's some kind of a block around money or challenge around money. And, and mostly it showed up as anxiety and stress and worry around money. And for me, because of my own journey around that, I it, I just basically said, you know what, let me show you what I did. Let me show you what my teachers teach me or taught me. And over the years, I developed a systematic approach because of my engineering background from college to re-engineer bad money stories, the, the deep core reasons why we create the challenges, anxiety and stress that we have around money. And so one day, uh, a few of my clients said, you know what, the, as they were giving me their testimonials and reviews, they said, you know, you changed my life. There's a whole, a, whole, a whole set of things that you were able to do. But one of the most important things, one of the most significant things was, to, was that you helped me eliminate the anxiety and stress I had around money, which opened up the doors to all that was possible for me as an entrepreneur to make my impact on this planet. And I said, oh, that's interesting. And I didn't even see it. It took my coach to tell me, he's like, hey, by the way, do you see a trend here? <laughs> you know, and then I said, no. <laughs> it says, they are talking about your ability to help them to remove their attachment or improve their relationship or eliminate their anxiety and stress and worry around money. I said, oh, okay. <laughs> well, maybe I'll do that. And ever since then, I haven't looked back because I realized it was, they were right. It was like the keys to the kingdom. That yeah. if I help an entrepreneur who is really focused and wanting to make an impact on this planet and wanting to make a difference, the last thing we want to do is to occupy our days and times constantly worrying and stressing about money. Yeah. Once we get that out of the way, what can you do then? Yeah, I mean, so that that's that is a major force of anxiety uh, and doubt. Um, I mean, what's the scenario, right? You're you're working a job, but you want to become an entrepreneur. You start a business, um, but now you know you're not making enough money. You got you right. got to put food on the table. You got a mortgage. You got these things going on. Um, it, there, of course, is anxiety. So there's some of it is like, so how much do we attribute way to? Well, some of this is just like, do you have a good product and a, any business acumen whatsoever? And some of it is going to be business mindset, or does business mindset trump all? I mean, money mindset, jump all. Right. Um, money, business mindset kind of go hand in hand. So both are correct. Uh, I would say because we live in an era where you can make money literally doing anything. And there's a part in one of my courses where I talk about shifting the mindset of your internal narrative or rhetoric that your niche won't work or your product isn't good enough. And I list out all these ridiculous products out there that are making millions in the world today. Did you know, for example, that there is a, a, a plastic wishbone company that all they're doing is making these plastic wishbones. You know the wishbones that we did and we pull it apart and make a wish? Yeah. There's literally boxes of it you can buy with like hundreds of wishbones in it that you can just open up and start making wishes on your own. And it's a multi-million dollar company no selling way. plastic wishbones. Yeah. So not only are they selling some BS, but they're polluting the world with it too. <laughs> 
<laughs> right? I know. It's not like I don't think they're eco-friendly plastic wishbones. No. <laughs> right. So that's one of the things that, you know, kind of shift the perspective. Of it. And again, it becomes a mindset type of a hack that's like, wait, so if you have this intention and in this desire to make a difference with your idea, with your product, with your service, there is always a way for you to monetize. What's keeping, you know, uh, entrepreneurs with a purpose, or as you like to call social entrepreneurs, from becoming successful is not that their product or service isn't good enough. I've seen enough of that over the last couple decades of doing this work that it's more about the, what your mindset is, what your relationship with money is that will allow you to think of the different avenues and channels of monetization that can happen for your product or service. And also it, it lends to that ability for you to truly own the value of what it is that you provide for your audience. So yeah. I absolutely think it's completely a mindset. I mean, it's the full embodiment of owning that piece. And it's, it's, and it's almost less about the strategy or, I mean, obviously if you have terrible copy and you have terrible marketing <laughs> strategies and you have terrible packaging and stuff like that, then yeah, that might contribute to that. But what then led to you making those decisions to have terrible copy, ah, to have terrible packaging? Agreed. I was just going to say, if you have a poor money mindset, then you won't invest in good copy. <laughs> right, exactly. <Yeah. laughs> or you will unconsciously make decisions that will maintain and validate a bad money mindset, uh, a bad money story. I love story. that. Yes, I love that. So I'm going to even write it down. So you unconsciously, this is so important, anybody listening, because we all do this, and I'm going to have way explain why this happens in a second, but we unconsciously make decisions to undermine what our success could be because of what we're telling ourselves all the time. Is that, do I have that right? Exactly. That's yeah. exactly right. Yes. It's like you're making yourself fit the mold. So if you're constantly in your mind, like saying things about yourself or how hard it is to make money or that it's like, it's, it takes a lot of time and a lot of effort and all that, then that's exactly what you're going to start creating as your reality, right? Exactly. That's exactly right. I mean, prior to me picking this niche, what I specialize in was working with the most powerful part of the human consciousness, which is the unconscious of the consciousness. Uh, so many of us focus on the conscious mind because that's what we're aware of. We're conscious of it. Yeah. However, yeah. most of our emotions, our decision-making process, everything that runs and governs our entire existence is powered by the unconscious mind. In other words, it's done autonomously, yeah. which includes a lot of the programming and the stories around money that we grew up with. And what happens is the unconscious mind spends its entire lifetime of you looking for events and circumstances and truths, so to speak, to validate the existence or the purpose of keeping those stories alive. Because we use those stories to survive when we were younger, but then when, even if we outgrow it, we forget to expire those stories and we keep looking for ways or doing things to validate its existence, to validate as a truth and maintain it as a truth, even though it may not be ser serving you anymore as a appropriate truth. Yeah. 
So you're validating a truth that does not serve you. And, and I mean, you know, I've noticed this too, and I've read a few books with guys like T. Harvecker and things like that. And it's mm-hmm. like, he'll tell you, like, don't say bad things about other people who make money. Because like, even if you're saying bad things about other people, just the fact that you're saying it, you're kind of just programming that into your own mind. Like, it doesn't matter if it's about someone else or not. It's still going to affect right. you. It's like you programming yourself with the same thing, right? Right. And let's go even deeper with that. See, what T. Harvard Ecker is talking about is how to condition yourself out of that. What I what I deal with is, well, how did you know how to use that to begin with? Yeah, because what you're trying to kind of rehearse yourself out of by doing the affirmations is a deeper programming, a learning that you had at a very, very young age. Yeah. And a much quicker way is to get to, well, how did you even, how do you even know to vilify rich people? How do you even know to make it a bad thing? Because that wasn't something that you were born with. It was something that was trained into you to nur- It was nurtured into you by a teacher, such as a parent, such as a relative, such as society, such as culture. Yeah. And until we get to that root, we can rehearse. And sometimes this is what's so frustrating for a lot of people, because I believe in T. Harv Eker's stuff, the millionaire mindset. Yeah. What people don't realize is that if you don't get to the root cause, you may get a little frustrated as to why things are taking so long to work. But if you want it to work faster with those affirmations, you want to get to the root cause. You want to get to what, where you learned that to begin with, unpack it there, deconstruct it, let it go, run some forgiveness around it. Then when you run the affirmations, you'll be running it on an empty canvas. You're not trying to paint over something that's already there. Yeah, I love that. You made me, yeah. So it's <laughs> it's much nicer when you put a tattoo on a blank piece of skin, not when you're trying to do a cover-up. <laughs> That's, That's exactly <laughs> right. Because exactly. I mean, you have a tattoo, so you get it, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it made me think of that. I know. Um, <clears throat> it's very powerful, very powerful. Now, I'm, I am someone who read the, the books and I've done affirmations, but for me, I mean, honestly, I get on to a kick for a little bit, but then you like fade back into old habits and you're like, oh, why did I stop doing that? <laughs> and it's like you do it and it feels good for a little bit. And as soon as you feel any like goodness from it, you're like all of a sudden you, it's like you got somewhere with it and now you just fade back into old habits. Do you see that a lot with people? Yeah. And, and that's a function of our culture educating us or teaching us that the way to success is willpower and your ability to will yourself to success. And that is such an arduous process I found over the years because I went through it myself as well. You know, I always talk about, look at the salmon and they swim upstream, but we forget that salmon only do that right before they die. They don't do it all their (laughs) life. Most of their time they're swimming with the current. They're not going against it. They're going against it just so they can reproduce and then they die. Yeah, it's true. And so what what I, you know, through my my journey of understanding why is this so hard, I realized something is that we've been trained to use the part of our mind to achieve results that is the least powerful out of the two aspects. There there are essentially two components of our mind. There's the conscious mind and there's the unconscious mind. And there have been clinical trials done to test the power or the processing capability of each component. The conscious mind processes information, they say, about 7 million bits per second, which sounds like a lot because that's 7 million bits as you're scanning around, looking at the room, seeing what's going on. What we don't realize is the unconscious mind processes at 70 million 
bits per second, which is 10 times more powerful, wow. which is why the unconscious mind is capable of continuously running our bodies, our endocrine system, our sweat glands, our ability to breathe and blink and beat our heart. That's all governed by the unconscious mind because it has the processing power to do that. What we are doing is we're not allowing the unconscious, we're basically overtasking our conscious mind. We're willing it to get to a certain point and then we get burnt out. And then we start to slip back into what we let the unconscious mind take over because it's more powerful, but the unconscious mind is still running those old programs. And that's why we will ourselves to a certain point, yes. And all of a sudden, oh, why is this happening again? It's because the unconscious mind has yet to buy in to that new teaching, that new yeah. learning, because it is still trying to run that old operating system, those old bad money stories of how money is supposed to be. Yeah. So, so tell me, I mean, and, and that's, I think everybody, right? So like we all have certain blueprints that are, you know, created as we grow up and as we get older, some people start to recognize them and others don't, you know, like others just continue right. to keep on keeping on. And, right. um, you know, as, as if you become an entrepreneur, um, there's going to be a point where you're, you are trying to figure out, well, how do I, you know, mature as an entrepreneur and how do I, um, take myself to that next step. And I think it always finds its way back to a mindset because it's like you said, you have an operating system that's kind of outdated. It's kind of served its purpose, but it's like, you need to, you need to yeah. download the latest updates. Um, exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. So no, I I just want to ask like though, but tell me a little bit about, cause you got into that blueprint conversation, the root causes. I mean, how does someone start acknowledging and figuring out what those are? I know you obviously have supported a lot of people to do this. Maybe you could take me through just a high level of what that looks like. Yeah, absolutely. Um, great question because you know, here's the thing. I, why I love working with entrepreneurs is because you know, one of the things as an entrepreneur, entre entrepreneurs who have made it will figure out that in order for your business to grow as an entrepreneur, you have to grow. And this is why I love about working with truly dedicated entrepreneurs, because they know that in order for them to grow their business, to scale their business, to take their business to the next level, they have to invest not just in their business, they have to highly invest in themselves as well into their own personal growth, because their business, their passion is going to be an extension of themselves. Yeah. And so one of the ways to uncover that is to be constantly in the inquiry of how, to understanding yourself, to know thyself, as the Greek philosophers would often, often say since the beginning of Greek philosophy times, <laughs> they would talk about know thyself. And the reason is because every human being that I've found in the work that I've, that I've been doing thus far, it has a unique success and money blueprint. No two humans will make money the exact same way. Because the way you make money and create money flow, I would often say you have your own unique frequency of money flow. And to understand how to get to the root cause of that, you need to pull the veil back of what you came into this world with as your unique, what I like to call unique money vehicle. Mm. What are the behavior patterns that are naturally authentic to you? What are the things that drive you? What are the things that uh, affect your communication style and how you learn and how you communicate with others? What is your alchemy of refinement, 
right? Because if you buy into someone who has a high refinement and you're not designed that way, you're more earthy, more organic, then trying to get those fancy toys and the fancy materialistic gains is not going to drive you. However, there are those who can be motivated and driven that way. It's different for every human being. And that's why we use this patented human assessment technology that we have to help kind of disconnect people from the matrix so they can finally see themselves, get the operating manual for themselves to understand what it's going to take to create their unique flow of success and money and prosperity and purpose in their lives. And if they don't connect to that core part of them that came that they came into the world with, it's always going to be a struggle because you're trying to be like somebody else or you're trying to make money like somebody else. But the thing is, everybody makes money differently. And they may seem similar, but there's very unique drivers in place that will distinguish one person from another, even though they're doing this, employing the same strategies and tactics. Yeah, I think that's interesting because it's very common and we see this a lot that entrepreneurs look to other companies that are doing well and want to copy them. Obviously, right. there's a number of reasons why that's not the best idea because you don't know really what the success is behind what they're doing. And also, right. like you said, there's it's like a certain fit for certain people, right? And so it mm-hmm. may not work the same for you. And there's so many other factors as well. But I, I agree. I mean, and that just... I see that happen a lot. And I've been down that road where you see and aspire to certain yeah. things and you realize, wait a minute, why is that so working so well for them, but, <laughs> but not me? <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. And, and, and a lot of entrepreneurs, especially if they're he- investing heavily in their business, will come to a certain point where they say, wait a minute, I think I need to. And, and this is part of the growth. You know, you, you realize, wait a minute, the, the, my, my greatest investment, the, where I should invest most of my time, energy and even money is on myself. Yeah. That is what's going to grow your business faster than anything else. That is what's going to make your business more sustainable. And that is what's going to help you make the greatest unique impact that is in alignment with your passion, in alignment with your purpose more than anything else. Because if you, if you just do a paint by numbers, ABC, XYZ strategy that someone else did that worked for them, yeah. what they're not going to realize is, remember, we talked about most of it's unconscious. So what most of what made it work for them worked on an unconscious level. And unless they invested heavily to elicit that from their unconscious mind, you're only going to get a part of the equation. And the other part requires you to figure out how does that then fit with my unique model with the stories that run underneath that's things that are driving me on an unconscious level both emotionally energetically and mentally across the board yeah that's what's going to make the difference that's why i always tell people yeah great model the model the strategy model the tactic and then when you get a basic fundamental idea of how it works start to ooze your unique essence all over it because all you got was the sticks and bricks in that moment now it's time to make it yours and when you do that that's when you make a difference in terms of utilizing what anybody else teaches you to take it to the next level yeah i love that and that, and that is you get a model but it's like any sales funnel or tool or anything, what matters is like what you put in it, right? The, the, the messages, the content and how you use it and stuff like that. So it's just like, right. you know, it's like having a car. We can all drive the car very differently. Not everybody, you know, someone's a wild man's and then there's the old lady that goes 10 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah, totally. My cousin and I both years ago bought a, a Ducati, um, the same Ducati motorcycle each. 
And we were the same model, just different color. And then, of course, I, I understood, like, you know, these handmade Italian bikes, you've got to really drive them because they're meant to drive hard and drive on a track. And so I did. My cousin, on the other hand, he kind of drove it very, like, like a civilian would drive it, right? Pedestrian, <laughs> right? One day, we decided to switch bikes just to kind of see if there was a difference. And he goes, why is your bike so much faster? And I said, why is your bike so sluggish? <laughs> and I realized it was how he was driving it versus how I was driving my motorcycle. And it created, it created this custom experience that was uniquely my signature. And that's, I think, what a lot of people are missing when you're learning something new from you or from me or from anybody else is that at some point you're going to have to allow the tone, the frequency, the unconscious, unique, beautiful configuration of programs and stories that exist within you to then kind of like imprint it onto the sticks and bricks of what you've learned from somebody else. Right, right. Yeah, that's a great little analogy. I like that. You should use that a lot. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Um yeah. So, so tell me, I guess what, I'm curious, like if someone works with you, um, what do they expect? Um, uh, it's, it's pretty straightforward over the years. I've refined the process. So it's very, it didn't used to be that clear. It used to be like, ah, oh, just show up and uh, we'll talk about things Figure and we'll have a breakthrough. <laughs> We all start their way. So, right. you know, anybody listening, your first iteration of anything, it it should and will most likely not be ideal, but it just gets it gets to where way is now with starting there first. Right. Well, one of the first things we do is we uh, I make sure every every student, every client gets an opportunity to finally see themselves for what they are, not who we use the word what so that we could distinguish between what was nurtured into you that may or may not be working for you versus what you are uniquely designed for. So we utilize our patented human assessment technology and we basically give them a an operating manual for themselves so they can see how they authentically are and what feeds them, what helps them thrive in yeah. this lifetime. From there, we go deeper into really understanding what each of those components are because it's it's like a whole new language. If you, if you remember from the movie Matrix, when Neo was first disconnected, there was a, there was a little bit of like, what the heck is going on, right? <laughs> yeah. And it's kind of like that. And so we take it step by step. Then from there, we go into in, in the more one on one, more intimate type of um, coaching. We then dive into what we like to call a breakthrough session, which is I like to call it. We take a sledgehammer to all the old programs inside you that no longer serve you. Get that out of the way. Clear the debris, clear the flossman, clear the roadway so that when we uh, take the speed limiter off your vehicle of success, you can go as fast as you want without running into something on the road or worse yet, running into a wall. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then as soon as that's done, then we, then we go through the support of making sure if you've never driven 200 miles an hour before, and you've only driven like 80 miles per hour, well, there's a little bit of learning that needs to happen. Is how do I drive at 200 miles an hour without killing myself? Yeah. And so we would go into the, you know, the ongoing coaching that way. And plus, as we continue to help you understand the the intimate details of how to use your operating manual of self to help you, you know, create success in what it is that you're trying to do in this lifetime. Right, right. And so that's 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 the core, you know 
steps of the process so that, you know, um, that we've kind of whittled down, I kind of whittled down over the years as one of the most effective ways to get results of, you know, you're, you're, you're increasing your money flow and optimizing your mindset. But more importantly, what's happened, what's, what's that underlying secret mission is to unlock your unique code of happiness and success in this lifetime, life mastery. Yeah, I mean, I love that, and I think that it's it's it is such an important part um, as we've been talking about. So you know, as you guys listen to to what ways you know talking about, I mean, this is th- this is the kind of thing that I've been fussing around with for a long time, and I see over and over going you know into these like summits we were at in January or you know Caitlin's little uh-huh. mastermind program and stuff, and right. everybody's this is just something every entrepreneur goes through because. To your point, it's just how we are historically programmed. We're not really, unless you grow up in an entrepreneurial family and and just like rich dad, poor dad, you grow up in the family with the rich dad, um, you're just not programmed this way. And it's going to, if you want to live your life a certain way, you're going to have to figure out how to uh, get oriented to where you are now and then figure out how to make the adjustments, right? Yeah. And it's such an irony because America was essentially built on entrepreneurship. Yeah. You know, and for some reason, it's never taught to us really as children growing up that that would be the way to as an as an you know, as an option or as a venue to create a life for yourself. No. You know, for a long time, my parents really didn't understand why I wouldn't go work for somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah, that's. And if we think about what all the pioneers of 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 our country is in the U S anyway, because I'm sure your podcast reaches people all over the world. But if you think about it, everybody started off. I mean, all the pioneers were, had their own business. Nobody went and said, I'm going to go work for you. Right. We brought on help, but for the most part, every human being trying to make their way in the world chose entrepreneurship as a default because what else were you going to do? Yeah, pretty much. And it's true. And, when you said that we're not taught that, it you know it made me think about um, Sir Ken Robinson, who recently passed away. He was a big speaker on education, and he's got the number right. one TED talk about how schools kill creativity. Um, yep. And you're right; like he gets very clear on the fact of the matter is schools were created during a certain time where we needed workers for industry, and that yep. is what school is based on. <laughs> you know, it's Darn not those Rockefellers. Based- it is the Rockefellers. It is freaking Rockefellers, man. Yeah. I mean, it's time for change. I mean, are there things like social entrepreneurship classes and entrepreneurial things? Yes, of course. Like, you can do those things. In 90s, and, and 90% of the time, you just have professors who've never run a business before in their life trying to teach you something out of a book. <laughs> right, exactly. Theoretical <laughs> entrepreneurship, right? <laughs> yeah, great. But, um, <clears throat> you know, even guys like James Wedmore talk about how there's a total 180 flip from the employee mind mindset to the entrepreneur mindset. And, um, you know, I, we had our conversation, you and I, for your show and, right. um, you know, we talked about my own issues and we all go through this guys. So as you're listening to this, this is such important, I want I just want everyone to take it very seriously because we get so excited right way about, you know, mm-hmm. running the business, building the business, seeing it come to life, which gets into very tactical thinking and like, I got to just build all this stuff. And, you know, like, we, we will say I'll invest in programs f- about like my self-development and things like that when I'm successful. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I always look at someone saying, tisk, tisk, tisk. You got the horse, you got the cart before the horse. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. 
because the reality is right now with social media the way it is, you can literally Google some of the most amazing business tactics and strategies and piece together everything you need to create a six-figure or even seven-figure business. Right. What you won't find in that journey in a piecemeal format is a way to effectively and consistently get get you to grow on a personal level, which is what your business needs more than anything else right. to create sustainable long-term success and the ability to put your purpose out there and help as many people as possible. That's it, man. That's 100% it. You get the right mindset, you tell the right stories, you're off to a pretty good start. Yeah. Yeah. And, and though it may not immediately give you that instant gratification, I think that's the big thing is people are looking for that instant gratification. But that's where we create the roller coaster effect of, of results. You know, yeah. Yeah. I think we have to let, make sure people understand that when you're investing in yourself, you've got years and layers of stuff to kind of suss through to reshape and to kind of like get out of the way. And so it may not be kind of an immediate thing, but in the long run, it's an exponential growth opportunity that you'll have by investing in yourself first or maybe concurrently with everything else that you're doing. Agreed. I mean, and well, that's that, that that instant gratification is a factor to consider because people get so jacked up on, well, I got to pay the bills next month. And right. I get that. That is like, a, that, I, I just hope people don't quit their jobs before they uh, are successful with a revenue channel in their business. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. I mean, unless you invested, I mean, we've had, we've had that happen, but they, but these are students who have really kind of committed themselves to understanding what it means to shift their, um, their, their, their money stories in a way where it just simply allows money to flow in without attachment to how it comes in. And we see a lot of that happening and they're make, able to make that leap because they did that deep internal work around their bad money stories, re-engineering, eliminating the stress and worry so that money has an easier time just to come in. Right. You know, most human beings, when they struggle with money flow, it's not the economy, it's not politics, it's not media, it's literally themselves. They're literally putting a block and dictating how money should come in. So that actually keeps money from wanting to come in because money doesn't care how it comes into your life. It just wants to come in. Yeah. But if we have these mental blocks around it, we're not going to let it in. I still got mental blocks. I got to work out. <laughs> we all do. I mean, well, as long as you were raised in a capitalistic world, you're going to have layers of blocks. <laughs> <sighs> every level of growth, financial growth. But it's so worth it when you finally get those blocks out of the way because when you do it right, they don't come back. And then you don't have this roller coaster effect and you can enjoy continuous growth every single time you do. Right, you know, exactly. It's true, man. It's just, and, and the other thing, and then we'll wrap up here. Um, mm -hmm. It's like, Everything takes time. Like we have to stop thinking. And even Gary Vee is out there saying it now. He's like, give it 10, 11 years and you might have a nice little business. He's like, stop saying I'm going to be a millionaire before I'm 30 and all this other bull crap. You know, it's like everybody wants it right away. And breaking down your money mindset and really getting into more of an abundance mindset with money it's going to take time. Building a business, trying new ideas, different revenue channels, it all takes time. Like, right. you know, months go by when you're testing these things out and doing all this work. And so like, if people would just give themselves a break <laughs> and right. realize, like, if you think it's going to take a year, it's probably going to take two years. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? Just, right. But 
Like, like I love Alan Watts and one of my favorite quotes, and I'm, I'm going to just uh, abbreviate this, but he talks about how the point of a song is not to get to the end. It's to dance during the song. This is the dance. Right. So enjoy the journey, right? Exactly. Enjoy the journey. Enjoy the dance. And just recognize the fact that so what if it takes one or two or three years? If you're doing the work that we're talking about, that literally translates to 20 to 30, maybe even a lifetime of struggle eliminated in just what a handful of years exactly you know so like the perspective needs to be put in place there so that way you know people don't really like oh it's taking so long it's like really you just i have one <laughs> client he, he's a teenager kid that his mom just said I, I i he needs work and he he's constantly in a rush because he's his eyes are open now he's been disconnected from the matrix and he's getting frustrated five six months in i said dude you just you just shaved 20 years of guessing and seeking out of your life and you're only 18 have a little patience with yourself <laughs> <laughs> that's it man you see people do it all the time I'm like oh man just it's i get it i do get where they're coming from but right and they're not dancing and they're not realize they're in the song the dance is there i mean they can dance now right exactly. they can enjoy it now but they're so hell-bent on this results-driven society without realizing the results lie within every step of the way that's it, man. You're right. All right, Way. Listen, how do people connect with you? What if they want to work with you and and take mm -hmm. that next step in their own life? What do they do? Yeah, there's uh, because of the depth of what we do, I always encourage people to there's so much free content out there, like with my podcasts or with the YouTube channel with hundreds of videos on there. But one of the best ways to go to the sixfigureacademy.com or you can go to go.thesixfigureacademy.com and there is an ebook that talks about from money anxiety to six figure mastery. And when you go in there, it starts to introduce you into the world. There's a little e-course that comes out. It's all free to kind of introduce you to how profound this work can be because it's not for everybody and I'm not for everybody because I can get a little intense because I want to help people get results without with a minimal amount of time and so I think one of the best ways is to engage in the free resources and contents out there there's a ton of it I think I even have a free master class that gets introduced as soon as you get the ebook so there's so many different ways I think that's one of the best ways to kind of understand what it is that we do to help people not only increase their money flow, but completely change the paradigm of existence of happiness and success and create sustainable lifetime success. Yeah, sounds amazing. So everybody listening, it's the, and then the number six, figureacademy.com. So the sixfigureacademy.com. And you can mm -hmm. grab all kinds of good stuff in here, Getways Masterclass is free download, stuff like that, just to take those first steps, get acclimated, learn a little bit more about what Way's doing, um, and you can basically take it from there, right, Way? Yep, absolutely. There's so many different ways, and all roads lead to me. And, you know, I'm not, I don't not pay attention to emails and private messages or direct messages. So if you want to just reach out, I'm, I'm there. I'm really easy to find. You just do a Google on me. I'm everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Listen, I appreciate your time today um, and just sharing your insights and your stories. So uh, we will stay connected, man. Have a, a great rest of your day. Yeah. Thank you so much. And I appreciate you letting me kind of help you, you know, with your purpose and your audience. Really good stuff that you're doing here. Really appreciate it. Oh, thanks, Wei. Appreciate it, man. Take care. 
Thanks for tuning into the Change Creator podcast. Visit us at changecreator.com forward slash go big to get access to free downloads and other great resources that will drive your business forward.